And we talked about this in our first podcast. Wide receivers where we have a lot of depth. And it showed. I don't know, man. I think I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this again and again. We have the horses to have a magical year. And it's not, it's not a, it's not hyperbole. It's not bullshit. We, (laughs) we're going to scare some teams this year. Welcome to the quarry. This is First and Oaken, presented to you unofficially by Hinkle's Hamburgers. Thank you, Hank. All right, well, let's jump right in to the game of the century. The game the of comeback the comeback of the century. Indiana versus Penn State, and where the hell Nittany Lion is, who knows. Dave, you want to give us a little bit of your own thoughts on this game and some of your big takeaways? Um, I mean, first thing that jumps out to me is, uh, I mean, we didn't, we didn't really play that good and we beat a top eight team. Yeah. So what does that say about us? It says we're a top five team. It says we're a wagon. Well, we'll get to that later because you know my thoughts on that. But (laughs) I mean, when you have... An O-line that's having trouble keeping Penix up, keeping him out of pressure. You know, Penix is off even when he has time. QB rating of 53. And you still have a chance to win that ball game. It it says a lot about that. Especially when we talked about last week, mostly the offense, the amount of weapons they had, the experience on the O-line. Like you would, I don't know. I think it says a lot about our defense to make those stops. Um, I thought all in all, um, back into the defense looked as strong as advertised. I thought we needed to get a better pass rush. That was a concern that we definitely touched on last week, and didn't didn't uh, didn't do anything to sh- make me feel more certain about or confident in them in the future. Um, so I, am really, I guess, disappointed in general in the trenches on both sides. thought the O-line's performance was very uncharacteristic and Penn State's got some talent on the front line, but you would have, I don't know, you would have liked to see some of those guys step up a little bit more, but I mean, the good thing is you've got, you know, a, a perfect bounce back opportunity, you know, get your groove and your rhythm back with, with Rucker. I mean, that's a. They're not the cakewalk that maybe we typically have them, but they're still a cakewalk. There's, I mean, it's, I don't know. I won't get too much into that I'm, one. I'm going to hop in real quick and I, I will somewhat disagree with you. I think I agree with you that our O-line has a ton of room to improve. Um, a lot of hurries, a lot of sacks. Absolutely. But I think our D-line did their job. Um, I agree with you. The pass rush wasn't great, but, and granted there was no journey Brown and no Noah Kane outside of the first, what, like four or five snaps, but like 80% of the rushing yards came from 
the quarterback. Their running backs did 120 yards. Yeah, 120 yards. And that was that was the vast majority of the rushing yards. I think we stuffed them pretty well in terms of run defense. Um, and you're right, there's a lot of room to improve. To relax. But it's also time to get things done around the house. What the? And there's no what better that? Cut that. Cut this. All right, keep going. Who is doing that? Me. Fuck you, nose. God damn it, uh, David. But but what I will say is, if if we can if we can make people throw on us like we did, we will be okay because our I think our secondary is that good. And, I agree. And you think about like the two interceptions we had, Jay Will and and Jamar. That was a two times we got pressure on the quarterback. Granted, one of them was a screen pass. But when we get lucky and have those times where we get pressure, things are going to happen. Um, I thought in general our ability to, to generate turnovers against them, you know, a veteran Big Ten quarterback especially. Right. That right. was a really, really encouraging step forward for the D. You know, they forced the fumble too. Right, right. And, you know, personally, I don't know what you guys think. I thought this year was going to be – the story was going to be our offense with Penix, Stevie Scott, all our weapons, WAP, Marshall, all these guys. They had what I assume is going to be their worst game of the season. I agree. And and we beat yeah. the number eight team in the nation. So my, I, my, my I, own, I don't know, man. I feel good. I feel good. As much as I may have some concerns about the offense that I think 100% could be relieved Saturday, I almost, my biggest concern coming out of the game is that by the end of the season, this Penn State win is not going to look good. That didn't look like a yeah. good football team. And now their next running back's out for the year. Right. They're going to go 0-2. They're going to lose to Ohio State this week. Right. Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I wasn't, I thought... Outside of Friar Moose, like he hit Dotson once on that touchdown, but I didn't think it looked like a potent offense. I don't think it looked like a, you know, a, a very stout enough defense I can make up for it. I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely concerned if I'm a Penn State fan. And my biggest concern is that that win's not going to look that good for us. We expected it. We told you it was coming. It was the lock and dial of the week. It was the lock and dial. I mean, that was facts. Um, it was never a doubt. But, I have yeah, I have I have concerns about Penn State. I don't have concerns about us. I think, you know, obviously Rucker is Rucker. You don't know what you're gonna expect. New staff, new players. Um but I'm really, really interested to see how Sheridan goes back this week. Um, you know, even Allen said it was probably the worst he's ever seen Penix play in practice or in a game. Right. Um You know, the thing about Penix is he absolutely missed some throws, but you know, our receivers didn't do him any help to some extent. I mean, we had a lot of drops and I think about like the, our second to last possession of right of uh, regulation. Hendra shot over the middle, you know, like if he catches that ball game, game, absolutely game. He didn't get a lot of help, but no, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't like 
I mean, it was like what, what I think about is in 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 the last five or six years in these games against top ten opponents, we have played great games and didn't come up in the end. And in this game, we played poorly and still came up in the end. I think that says a lot about us. Um, I think great players show up when they have to, and I think that's what Penix did. I think that's what WAP did. I don't know, man. I I I have never felt this encouraged about an IU football team. I'd agree. Okay. I mean, that's definitely a great takeaway. I think biggest disappointment for me was our D-line. If you want the stats on that, we had one sack and only two total QB hurries for the game. We're going to have to do a little bit better than that against some of these teams. And granted, Penn State, you know, there's a very high chance they go 0-2, but they still are one of the better teams in the Big Ten, and they weren't ranked number eight preseason for nothing. I think we can actually really put it up on Rucker, but I just I need to see a little bit more of our D-line. I think it was just disappointing. That's the biggest disappointment on defense. That being said, though, like you guys are saying, the fact that we played like dog shit at times and still came out on top just shows that we're actually a very good team this year and we're very solid that last drive by Penix down the field that's what we all expected out of our offense this year like that's what I thought IU football is going to be is just freaking passing the ball a couple rushes you know pounding it in but then Penix is going to throw some absolute bullets on the money and that's what he did that last drive, and our Absolutely. receivers were making great catches. Like, No, yeah. Speaking of that, how about that last drive? You know, that's after Miles Marshall went down. Javon Swan and Jacoby Hewitt come up. Swan Swinton. had two huge – yeah, yeah, Swan. Um, two big catches. Hewitt over the middle, that unreal catch. I mean, These are wild. guys that have not seen the field, and they're coming up and making plays of a magical year. And it's not, it's not a, it's not hyperbole. It's not bullshit. We, <laughs> we're going to scare some teams this year. And I, in no Dickman, I agree with you. Penn state might not be that good, but we're, we're going to scare some people. It's, it's the biggest win in our, our program's history. No, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be a little negative Nelly over here. It was a massive win for the program. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking ahead now at, you know, I'm not yeah. going to skip over Rucker. Well, we promised we'll talk day. about him. But next week, Michigan, back in the quarry. People are going to be talking about that one. I mean, not to, sh- not to shout out the Twitter game, but also the tweet that, you know, IU football, we're molded by the lower-filled uh, stadiums. So I think we always are going to have an advantage this year. And the fact that these teams think that they can beat us at their own place or at our own place because, you know, they think, oh, we don't – there's not as many fans there. They're better than us, all that bullshit. But – we're batting with an advantage this year. Pretty plain and simple. We got the gloves off. 
these people don't. And I'm really confident in us. And the fact that we're like literally saying like we're disappointed in all, our performance this week and we just beat a top 10 team just shows where we're at as a program. Like we're not. Are we a wagon? I mean, we've been a wagon, but that's we'll, – we'll talk about that later. I mean, we yeah. are a wagon. We know that. Yeah. Is I think the wagon's gone. I think this was officially wagons gone. If you're on now, we'll let I you mean, on. We're not going to be snobby about it. We'll slow down a little for you. I'm gonna, I'm we are, you we are the looks. 17th like, team hey. in the nation right now. That has never happened. You know, it was, in a, our it, life was a, it was a 12th hour decision. We are we that. are a football school. Were you, you there? You know, as much as Lee, as much as there we was have North liked to joke about that for like five years, We're, we are a football school. And I, I fucking love it, no. dude. I we did are. see Reese Absolutely. We're a fucking football school. That's an indie guy. That's a 3 one hey, boy. Do you see Reese Taylor? I don't know, man. And he was Mr. Or, Indiana. He grew up in Indiana. He knows what it means to say we're a know, football. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're our our football team is either I feel like our football team is either in, the, either Indiana or just someone from the Florida. Tampa pipeline is running deep in which I'm not complaining because it, I was cracking up during the game when and they're just like and another player from Florida with the tackle. Yeah, no shit. Our defense is mostly Florida guys, but you know what? I mean, Tampa, arguably one of the best sports towns right and, now. You know, we've talked about the this, best like behind Indy, I, obviously. I can't get over the but, fact that we played such a. I mean, we're a football like, school now. No, nope. realistically, I mean, I've a poor game. Shout out to Tampa. I, I don't want to say the defense. The defense played great, and you look at the score, pretty high scoring game. But like, aside from the first drive touchdown we gave up, they played a hell of a game. They played a hell of a game, and the offense. The offense is going to come around. You know, you don't have your spring game. You don't have any training camp or anything like that. The offense will come around. Yeah, I mean, we, we we also. I mean, I will be devil's advocate here, and I kind of have been all episode, which. Well, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this, that. and this is maybe a little bit biased. But what happens if they don't the miss the first those two half field goal, goal they got? Was what is what are we talking no about call today? Then on targeting on Stevie Scott, that the rest fucked us. Am I wrong with that? Am I wrong with that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Absolutely, that was horse. No, what? not one bit, especially off that BS call they made on the punt return review, how they called us on a penalty yeah. where you can't even review penalties, especially that was, gar- that was just out of nowhere. Even the, even what's, who's the review guy that they kept bringing in your best friend, Hank. Yeah. Fred, big friend of the pod. Um, I mean, that review is 
Bia Steven was just like, okay, I, I get what, what you're was saying, that? David. But and then he even said on the whole you thing can on live, Scott, you can live with a miss. That's a targeting. That's clear seven as day. Field goal? And you can review that. The that's first there. one, the first one should never not to say that. So. Look, I mean, yeah, I, I bring up all those bad points to say. I, I bring up all the flip side of it just to come to the same conclusion of you guys. Of sweating. We played poorly and beat a They're top sweating. eight team. They're shaking in their food. What does that mean? It means everybody who laughed at us in episode one when we previewed Alabama and Clemson, they're, they're sweating. It's free money. They're sweating. They should be. You know they didn't. You know those people that laughed at us did not take your lock of dial of the week, too. Well, it, you know, I, it's money, you know. You can't it's get free. emotional about it. You can't get emotional about it. It's objective analysis. That wasn't an object. I mean, you just, it was pretty, pretty obvious. Yeah, it was if free I can money, touch on that for they a second. Take it. They should have. How the fuck do you refund I mean, better? DraftKings draft refunding was soft. Like, we'll put it that way. You lost. You lost. I don't know. We're 1 0. They're 0 1. Who gives a shit? But that's just ridiculous. Yeah, let's get into records. The company loves to burn money. Lock it out of the week. All right, you want me to preview this week's lock and aisle? Beautiful. I, I, I want to hear the record. That's free money. Let's hear it. Lock and aisle of the week it's, is Indiana yeah. team total over 31 and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Easy. Objective analysis. Objective the, analysis of the entire Saturday slate, college football. It's where you want to put your chips. Here we are. In the famous words of our, uh, I guess you could say, gambling consultant of the pod, Brandon Wilson, aka B two. I can't give you money. All you but do is give the people what they. Here we are. People are talking volatility. People are talking election. What do I do with the markets, yeah. with my money? Put the mortgage on it. I tell them IU team total All right. over 31 and a half. <laughs> it's the Lockadile. It'll be on Twitter. Hey, do you want to retire early? Take the Lockadile. It's fact. I'm going to dive in. To Where you are a loved one diagnosed with mesothelioma. And take the team total. Don't call a you know, lawyer. They beat Michigan State, and obviously this total. is a down year for Michigan State. No D'Antonio. But you look at that game; they had seven takeaways. Oh. So, as far as I'm concerned, the key to the game is to take care of the ball. Which, outside of that, Penix pick, I think we did a great job of, because. Like I said earlier, the Stevie Scott fumble, blatant targeting. It was bullshit. Um, and, and you know, I think it's going to be a bounce-back game for our line. I really do. Um, you know, we bullshit. got beat off the edges a lot. That's okay. 
I, I think this week's going to be a little different. I think we're going to be able to pound the ball up the middle, and I think we're going to get. I think we're going to see a lot more of Samson James. I think he had one carry week one. I think we're going to see a lot more of him. I think Stevie's going to be a beast, and I think Penix is going to have time to throw. And when that happens, that's a recipe for success. One carry. So I see us putting up numbers. I see us taking care of the ball. And when that happens, if if our defense plays every possession with 75 yards of field to work with, we're going to win games. I actually think it's a- if we don't turn the ball over, we're going to win games. I think it's going to be a route. I really do. I really do. I think it's going to be a route. I actually... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think it's about a route. This week one. I think it's a route. Jones ended the year last I year. I think... Phenomenal. It's actually going to be a really, really one, interesting but... bounce back game for this O-line because they have talent. Yeah. That's about... I would, I would argue it's Rutgers strength. They have a they have a Michigan. And they've got a great opportunity to bounce back. There's a Michigan grad transfer on their O-line. There's an Ohio State grad transfer on their O-line. Shiano shipped in some talent. You know, it's it's not who you think of when you think of Rutgers. I think it's a great opportunity. And I also think that, you know, if they can prove to keep them upright. Penix will fix that accuracy. He'll get in a better rhythm with his receivers. Right. I'd, I'd like to see us, you know, I, I, I wasn't able to go back and look a ton at the film, but I felt like we didn't necessarily scheme WAP open a ton. I would have liked to, have, you know, obviously like incredible catches by a lot of those guys on some drives. Marshall, uh, Fry Fogel had some big back shoulders. And then, yeah, on the last drive, Hewitt yeah. and Swinton. I'd like to see a scheme, some some easy pitch and catches with with Hendershot and with Wop. Get I think I, I get Penix moving, get him throwing, get him in a rhythm, get him humming, get him, and then to get you know, him going early, not dissimilar to let Russ cook across the middle. Let let Penix cook. That was our bread and butter last year, like drag routes, slant routes with with uh, I guess specifically Wop, but. You know, hopefully Dave Ellis is playing this weekend. I, I honestly have no idea if he's going to be dressing, but you get Ellis. You get Ellis, Wop, Miles across the middle, Hendershot. You get these easy throws across the middle, get him going. I think that's a recipe for success. You get him started early. Sounds pretty 50-50. And I mean, that's what we did last year. I, I guess I think specifically about the Ball State game last year in Lucas Oil. That's exactly what we did. We got him going early across the middle, short throws, and then he pops off with his big arm. That's the recipe for success. Yep. I agree. Kurt? I mean, I completely agree. I think we saw what happens when Penix gets comfortable. Look at that last drive last week. He got comfortable, and obviously he's got the size this year 
to take some beating and go for some runs, which I know we talked about last week. Like, we don't want to see him run as much because, I mean, last year he would have gotten hurt on even that QB sneak just for the touchdown to tie it up. Like, he probably would have been injured. We would have seen Tuttle go in. But now, you know, Penix has got some size. He's comfortable. He's taking some hits. That was a dime. I think once Penix is comfortable, I mean, watch out. Those throws he was making that last drive in an overtime. I mean, that throw to Wap in overtime. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. Abs. I mean, absolute. Wap's not a big guy, and he threw it perfect to him in the end zone. And it's not like it was bad coverage, too. It wasn't at all. Like Penn State had some good D on him. Just Penix is money once he's comfortable, and we saw that. And the fact that Penix feels comfortable at running too, and he doesn't get hurt. I. That's I rewatched huge. the Penn State game. I mean, we was it a minute thirty times. left in the game, and that last Penn State drive had a ninety-six percent chance us. to win. That's that's the Penix we expected. Might as well call the, the Atlanta candidate. Falcons after that. On that drive, he went five for six. His one incompletion was At least. borderline a drop. He hit Wop Javon twice. Yeah, he went once. Hander shot like he was, he was spreading the wealth and he was throwing fucking darts. He was throwing dimes. I I think specifically about that last pass to Hewitt, and I think Jacoby even tweeted about this. Like he was under pressure in coverage. Jacoby was swarmed on, threw it only where the receiver could get it. Like that's that's the guy we know, and I think that's what we're gonna see in the coming weeks. Like, Penix obviously did not have his best game. But what you know about great players is they show up in big moments. And he showed up. So you know this is our guy. He's going to show up when it matters. I don't know, man. I could I could not be more enthusiastic about where Michael Penix is at. I could not be more enthusiastic. Absolutely. 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 I do think one player we need to give a shout out to though is Charles Campbell. I mean, his field goals that that one beginning of the fourth quarter, forty eight yarder just stuck it. Without him, I mean, we saw what it did to Penn State. We don't have a guy that can kick field goals. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you. How, how could Mike McFadden I was thinking of superlatives for the game. He was our unsung he was our hero. Player. Was either going to be Campbell sung. or McFadden. That boy is sung. <laughs> he is sung. Yeah, I, I feel like he's he not even unsung. I, I mean, like he was an absolute stud. Maybe not nationally, but he is recognized by this I agree he's a stud. I talked about him I don't, our I don't know. Yeah. I think yeah. I don't think he's like recognized he's as a as a high quality but of he, linebacker. No, you're course. you're absolutely right. He no, I'll tell you who is an unsung hero. He is, fucking he is a strong hero of the first and Oaken podcast. He fucking showed up. And, okay, so he he was everywhere. He was everywhere. He, was, he had probably two or three tackles for losses. 
huge game. Yeah, I agree. This is funny. I, I would think agree Crimson with that. Corey tweeted about this. The uh, the last touchdown by Penn State in regulation. He was everywhere. He was in the backfield. He was. Cam Jones did not take a step on that last play. He just he stood planted. He knew let these guys get a touchdown. Play of the game. Play of the game. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Play of the game. Okay, I'll go first. I think it's going to be Bryson Bonds. Yeah, I mean, I think he flat. And we talked about superlatives for this week. Breakout player didn't play that much, but I think when he played, he showed flashes that he's going to be a fucking stud. Um, I I think he plays more regardless because he covered well. He tackled well, and I think you have think to he show plays more because it's a route, and we re- he really it, flashes. It for sure, will help that I think we'll be up by twenty in the first half. But I mean, this is a true freshman that was making big time plays against the number eight team in the nation. How can you not play him more? I think um, I think we'll see more of Jamar at Husky. And I think that opens up a spot for Bryson. And I think you'll see him perform very well. And you can mark my words on that. All right. That's a bold one. I like it. Kurt. My breakout player of the week, I'm going to have to go with Freifogel. I mean, if you look, the gaping hole for Rucker was their pass defense on just letting up some plays. I mean, yeah, they did have a lot of interceptions, a lot of turnovers, but I still think Freifogel is about to snap because, once again, they're going to all be like homed in on WAP and Going after some other players. I think Freifogel's going to have one or two just absolute It is plays. the Miles Marshall game. Then again, you look at last week, I said yeah. Samson James is going to pop off. So one it's rush for four Marshall yards. Game. It's the Miles yeah. Marshall game. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head last week. Yeah. So got- Miles Marshall's from Northeast. I bet he, I bet he actually – bet he will. Um, okay. I'm going to – I mean – yeah, your your breakout player last week, Dave, absolutely just snapped. So you're, you're gonna you're gonna want to heed this advice because clearly, if you, if you need a lock a dial, I'll just say this: if you need a lock a dial of the week, whoever <laughs> Dave says for his breakout player, just whatever line he has, any bet, put a mortgage on it, take that's out a lo- second. That's the lock. We'll find a loan chart. Okay. My breakout Friend player is the Loch Ness monster. The so there's a lock a dial and there's a Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness Monster this week, which it's actually probably a little fitting when you think about it. I'm going to go Mike Ziumba. He was quiet last week. Friend of the pod. Had a little bit of a quiet game. Okay. I think I love he pitches a tent in the Rutgers backfield. I love that. Kicks his feet up. He gets comfortable. He, he's, he's in the, he's in the backfield <laughs> all game. I'll tell you this. I think 
crump up the newspaper, I, throw it I on the ground. The pick. I think the D line in general spray paint. Show up. Mike was here. I really you know what I'm You get the reference. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll say this. And we've said it before. My other choice was going to be head. This is going to be a very interesting so week for us. We're on the same wavelength. I, I really do, and I think we all think this. I think we're going to kick the shit out of Rutgers. I think we're that good this year. I think Michigan State is that bad that Rutgers isn't good that they won that game like that. So I think we're going to see a lot of guys. A lot of young guys. A lot of personnel. It, it's going to be exciting to see. I don't know. I think I think we're going to see a lot of dudes playing well. And I know I know we're about to get to this. Predictions for the game. I think we're going to win by three. I I don't think we're. I don't think. I don't think they're satisfied. I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think they're satisfied with last week. I don't think they're they're gonna get. I don't think they're gonna be sleepwalking. I don't think they're gonna have a hangover from last week. I don't think they're going to be looking ahead to Michigan. I think they're pretty locked in. I mean, take a look at every one of uh, Tom Allen's interviews this week. Granted, you know, all over the news, ESPN, everybody had him up. Every time he was on, Before he always we get to said, we're not satisfied. We're moving can forward. Can we just we talk about, sure and I know you guys week. saw this, and I'm sure everyone did. I mean, the post game locker Tom room. Tom Allen, how can you not love that man? He's just the freaking dude. Of fucking Tom Allen. Final score speeches, predictions. The I love you, coach shit. Like, honestly, like, honestly, like, this is. This is like our Bill Mallory, but easily better. You know what I mean? Like, tears. I, I see Tom Allen as an IU lifer. I pray to God every day he is. Like, we're going to have this for years. And it's... It's fucking awesome, dude. Like, just the most genuine fucking awesome dude of all time and a hell of a goddamn football coach. I saw, the most yeah, I mean, How do you not love that? Say that again. Football, no question. Not a doubt in my mind. Won't think which, twice. Which program gets the six championships first? Won't think twice. We're a football school. Which program, basketball or football, gets the we six are. championships first? We are. Football. There's an argument to be had. That's a fact. <laughs> When's the last time I used basketball coach? It was on like six interviews on ESPN and CBS in a week. It's our year. I can't tell you. When Archie called Andy Katz a clown. Okay, I will give him that. Right, predictions for this week? That, that was pretty oh, amazing. I, I will give Archie that. But 42 to 10. Tom Allen. Tom mm, Allen, most genuine guy you could ever meet. He is just the freaking dude.
Kurt? Um, I, I'm thinking we're going to be about 35 to 13. I think it's going to start off a little nail-biter, and I think second half is going to come out, and Penix and Stevie Scott are both just going to show Rucker who's daddy. And Rutgers okay. by the end of the game is going to have their tail between their legs and be saying, you guys are daddy. I I had close to Hank. I had 45 on the dot as well. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Rutgers 24. Um new coordinator, new offense. They're gonna spread it out. He had success. The coordinator did at Oklahoma State last year. You know, not a lot of film on them. I think we come out really hot. I think, you know, 21-0 is more than it's not feasible, it's probable. Um, I think Rutgers will claw their way back by mid-ish third quarter, and everyone's going to have the the classic third quarter scan the room. Are we going to Hoosier it? But did you not learn anything from last week? We pull away even more. 45-24. Facts. One thing I did want to bring up before before we tune out um, is – Heisman chances for Penix. I think after the Trevor Lawrence Coco I mean, diagnosis. If you think about like. I think Penix, he's got a chance this year, guys. He's we still got a chance even after last week. Didn't play that great of a game. Penix for Heisman. But Heisman that was his Heisman moment. I'm no feeling it, guys. I, I feel like I just had He to has say his it. Heisman moment. So, I, yeah, you're not far off. You're not far off. Absolutely. Speaking of flexing, speaking of flexing, yeah. um, if all our listeners can go follow at First and Oaken on Twitter and Instagram, you will see a great meme. That or him flexing when he scored the touchdown. Time. To, that, that might be. Um, do you guys have moment. anything else? Yeah, absolutely. Don't sleep. He's the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right, anything else from you guys? Sean Clifford might think that they can compete with anyone, but, you know. Mailbag. Mailbag next week. Obviously. Hey, your mic sounds good this week, dude. Send send in questions for the pod next week, listeners. We love to hear your input. We will. I will absolutely answer them. Assholes were telling me my mic sucked. Well, guess what? I take feedback. Too. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we didn't even talk about our wagon profile, though. We're not a wagon. Kind yeah. of. If Dave, you, do you want to give us a like a little 30 minute segment? If you're on not on now, if you're up? not on now, you're not 30 on. 30 second? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I said we're not a wagon. The wagon's gone. I don't want. I don't want people hopping on the bandwagon now. They're going to come out of the woodwork. If you weren't on us when there wasn't yep. a full bowl, when there was hard alcohol in the fields, absolutely. when there was no the defense, I don't want to talk to you now. Like I don't want to talk about IU football with you. If you if, weren't with if, me through the Bill Lynch days, let alone those who were there for the DiNardo days. If – Goodness. If you don't know who Matt Lavecchio is, you can't look get me the in the eyes. Out of my life right if now. you can't look me in the eyes and tell and me how great twice. Ben Chapel 
with his double lineman knee braces leading the greatest pistol offense ever was don't talk to me. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to leave our listeners with one last thing. If you don't if mind, IU football fandom started. And that, Andrew and that is you're a little late to the party. L- just saying, I'm not saying you. That was about player, the time but... gone. That was about fucking. Yeah. Oh, I'll see you in Pasadena. Go for it.
And I still come back to what I thought at the very beginning. If anybody asks me why, it's Indiana. It's Indiana. What I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball.